Hey Boswell in class, um, this episode is my first episode, and I just got done finishing the uh, second one, um, so yeah, cool, but um, this episode is scripted, it doesn't have any interviews, and in my opinion, it's a little bit more boring, but yeah, here goes. This is the history of South Haven, also known as Nico Nam. When we take a look at the city of South Haven, Michigan, we think of tourism. Almost 18,000 people come from surrounding cities to enjoy the many attractions South Haven has to offer. But why? What started the rise of tourism in this small city on Lake Michigan? Was it only the beaches or was it something deeper than that? The city started off as a Native American village and is now one of the most popular touristic cities in Michigan. The history is the biggest reason why South Haven is so amazing. I'm Erica May, and this is the story of Nico Nong. South Haven is a small, popular city where many tourists come from all over, specifically Chicago, to enjoy the beaches of Lake Michigan. There is a main road, Phoenix Road, that leads the tourists from the highway through the downtown parts of the city straight onto the beaches. There is a huge road lighthouse that symbolizes that the visitors have arrived to the luxurious sandy beaches. I have lived in South Haven, also known as Soha, all of my life, yet have never known the reason so many tourists come to the city. And so I dug into the research, which took me back in time to the beginning of South Haven back to the year 1787. Three Native American tribes lived on the land where they taught their children to walk on the rich soil and feather tribes food from the natural land. They went on the lake with their birch bark and dug out canoes to catch fish for their people. The three tribes consisted of the Ottawa, Miami, and Potawatomi tribes. Their land consisted of villages with many wigwams to house the tribes. In the wigwams, each tribe had numerous spoken word stories that were passed down from generation to generation. They all lived in peace on the land, watching the sun rise and set on the great lake from their homes. And so, they named their land Nico Nong, to represent what they valued most, their beautiful sunset. The land of Nico Nong was their home until Judge J. Raymond Rowe came in 1833. He built the first log cabin on the shore, which was the first sign that the land was no longer belonging to the three tribes. Slowly, the villages of wigwams were removed. The canoes floated into the beautiful sunset the land was named after. 
South Haven of the white man, with all its shipping docks and cottage-crowded hills, does not in beauty compare with Nikonong of the red man, with its deep wild woods, its bark canoes, wigwam shores. Here we lived for many generations in the lap of ease and plenty. But after the advent of the white man, nature frowned upon us. Our forests were cut down, the game became scarce and kept beyond the arrow's reach. The fish hid themselves in deep water. The woodland birds no more cheered us on with their songs. The wild flowers bloomed no more. The Native American tribes were pushed out of Nikonong and replaced with Judge Monroe settlement. From there, the small vegetated village of Nikonong became the changing industrial city of South Haven. South Haven has been the source of many industries, such as logging on the Black River, manufacturing on the outskirts of the land, fruit growth, and tourism. When bigger cities took over the logging and manufacturing industries, South Haven only had fruit and tourism to hold it together. Peaches were the beginning to the fruit boom in South Haven until a horrific winter in 1898, which stopped the peach industry from growing. From there, blueberries were the new fruit of Soha. The industry grew and grew, and eventually, the city became the world's national blueberry capital. With this title, many blueberry farms, jobs, and events are held in Soha. Things such as blueberry stands at the farmer's market and an annual blueberry fest keep the fruit and touristic industry stable. Tourism got its start as a small, friendly get-together that never stopped. Miss H.M. Avery of South Haven had friends in Chicago and invited them to the city for a summer. The friends loved the small beachy city so much, they invited their friends to come along the next summer. Each year, the visitors came with more and more friends and brought the tourism to South Haven. It is still that South Haven's attractions are the beaches, where Nico Nong is. But what is it about the history that keeps the city going? How does the history of South Haven play a part in the city today? Stay tuned, and we'll see how Soha is impacted by its history.